It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bust and Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. One note on the Nats, just some roster news and some house cleaning here from uh, about a week ago, actually. Uh, they outrighted Blake Rutherford and Michael Chavis, so they're trying to clean up the number of players on their 40-man. They got too many guys on their 40-man roster. So they took a trio of players, uh, Michael Chavis in the infield, Blake Rutherford in the outfield, and Hobie Harris, the reliever, all cleared outright waivers uh, last week, this past week. So Rutherford and Chavis have chosen to go the route of minor league free agency. That's how the Nats got Joey Manessis as an example. You know, when you've been outrighted multiple times, you can be a free agent and kind of choose where you sign. And they got Manessis as a priority signing. You do that for two reasons, I think. Number one, you try to position yourself maybe in an org where they're a little weaker at your position, perhaps, or where you think you might be able to fight your way onto the roster. But the other thing is, you know, at that point, teams can kind of pay you more for a minor league salary. And uh, I know with Manessis, it was a priority for them to give him a little more cash and to, to get a veteran who could hit a little bit into the system. Uh, Chavis signed a minor league deal with the Nationals last offseason. He was on the opening day roster, played in about 50 games, had about 100 plate appearances. I mean, this guy was a really good prospect for Boston at one point. And I, I, I think he was fine enough in his role this year. He didn't expect a lot. It was a 242, 281, 341 slug. He was really popular in the clubhouse and yeah, you know, I, struck out 34% of the time. It was not overly productive, but I, I think he served a nice purpose. Yeah, I think he was there basically to fill in at second base or at first base if you needed him. But he was a really good clubhouse guy. I think that's the number one thing. I mean, yeah. bringing in the popcorn machine and all the various things that he did. He was always upbeat and chatting with the players and chatting with people in the dugout. Just always talking pregame and very jovial. So I think he was a good guy to just more so have in the clubhouse and on the field. And that's why I think you didn't see maybe as much playing time, but I think he did have an impact this season. As far as Rutherford goes, a little disappointing that he can't hang around, but I certainly get it. Former first round pick by the Yankees, who was tremendous last season uh, in the minor leagues. Remember the lefty outfielder hit 336, got on base at a 393 clip and slugged 570 in 74 games between double A AA and triple A. I mean, those are pretty astounding 
minor league numbers. Then he got a chance at the big league level, and it, it didn't take advantage of it. Uh, just 16 games, so it's a small sample, and it's tough when you're not playing every day and you're, you're playing you know, a game here, three days off, game there. But he hit 171 at the major league level across 36 plate appearances. You know, if, if you hit and you perform, who knows? Maybe all of a sudden in the, that tiny sample, the Nats are going, well, we got to keep this guy on the 40-man. Instead, you got your shot. It didn't go very well. So now he'll go back to the drawing board, probably go play in AAA somewhere, and we'll see him back in the big leagues getting another opportunity. Hopefully it goes better this year. Yeah, I mean, I really liked Blake Rutherford. Obviously, it didn't necessarily work out on the field, but he was a really good guy. Uh, he talked about, I think he got his first hit. You know, it took him a little while, if you remember. It took him a little while to oh, finally yeah, get that right. first hit. And he got his first hit, and he was emotional in the clubhouse afterwards. And I think someone in his family, I think it might have been his grandpa, had just passed away. So it really meant a lot to him to have his family there and be able to finally break through and get that first hit. And it said, he said, it, you know, it's kind of lifted that huge weight off his shoulders because I can only imagine, Grant, when you come up to the bigs, it's your dream. Obviously, things haven't gone as planned and you come up to the big leagues with your maybe one opportunity and it's just taking time after time after time and you can't get that hit. I can only imagine the growing weight. So it was cool to see that kind of a moment for him. It didn't work out. But I think, you know, with those numbers that he put up in the minor leagues last year, someone's going to give him a real shot and hopefully he can get a, a good look in the big leagues again as well. And hopefully it works out for him. The other guy uh, cleared from the 40 man as they try to get down. Normally you get five days after the World Series, basically, because those 60-day injured list uh, players have to be back on your 40 man after the World Series five days later. So that's why they're making some roster room here. Uh, Hobie Harris, who's the 30-year-old, pitched for the Yankees, drafted, I should say, came up with the Yankees. But here's the problem for Harris. It's not even that his 19 innings in the big leagues didn't go the way he wanted. When he went down to AAA last year, it was a huge struggle for him. He had an ERA over five and a half, and he struck out about 15% of batters uh, in 32 and a third innings. So that's not going to get a cut in AAA. It's not going to butter the bread to get back to the major league. So they've decided to go in a different direction there. So some minor roster moves. Not to say that Hobie Harris isn't going to become a good major league reliever somewhere, but you, you can find what he gave you pretty easily otherwise, and you don't have it to have it count against your 40 man. And that's the key. As I said, that they're going to have to do something. I think with Strauss imminently here, just because you, you, it's tight for them. Do they really want to risk losing one of these guys who's in the system that they like, you know, who, who hasn't gotten to the big leagues yet? I, no chance. I mean, you, you can't have that happen. Yeah. I mean, you cannot start playing with fire and possibly losing guys in the system when you finally built it up because of the rule five and things. And, you know, we all understand what's going on with Strauss. Like, he's not going to pitch again. So you've got to figure this thing out. And, you know, it's so unfortunate because Strauss is a legend for this franchise. You know, hopefully this is something that in five years all of us forget about. And he has a great retirement ceremony and his number gets retired at Nationals Park. And we don't remember any of this stuff. But it is unfortunate to have to go through this saga. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just counting up right now how many guys are on their 40-man. 
I mean, there's still over four. I, I got it at 43 with a rough count while you were talking. Um, and I mentioned the IL 60 guys come back five days after the World Series, so they don't technically count right now. But that's Cade Cavalli, Carl Edwards, Steven Strasburg, Riley Adams, Stone Garrett, and Victor Robles, right? So then all of a sudden, you're going to have six guys counting that don't at the moment. Um, as far as their 40-man roster, just quickly you know, by position. So pitching, you know, if you're trying to trim fat, you're trying to figure out, well, who can I lose and feel okay about it here? It's Corey Abbott, Joanna Doan, Cade Cavalli, Patrick Corbin, Matt Cronin, who's a pitching prospect they drafted in the fourth round of reliever. Carl Edwards, Jose Ferrer, Kyle Finnegan, Robert Garcia, Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray, Hunter Harvey, Jake Irvin, Joe LaSorsa, Andres Machado, uh, Rodery Munoz, Tanner Rainey, Jackson Rutledge, Steven Strasburg, Mason Thompson, Thaddeus Ward, Jordan Weems, Trevor Williams, Amos Willingham. You know, of those guys, you could probably pick three or four that don't mean as much to you because there's not a whole lot of fat to trim at the position player spots. You got four catchers. Adams, Drew Millis, and Israel Pineda. You don't want to lose either of those two young guys. And K. Barrett Ruiz in the infield. C.J. Abrams, Jake Alou, Jeter Downs, Luis Garcia, Carter Keboom, Dominic Smith, or Ildemaro Vargas. Now they've already decided it sounds like they're keeping Vargas for next year. So you could figure out what you're doing with Dom. But of those guys, the only guy I'm thinking, to tell me if you disagree with anything, like Jeter Downs, I'm not married to. Yeah. Um, if you need to move would, on from Downs, that's fine. Outfield, Alex Cole, Jeremy De La Rosa is one of their uh, better prospects. Stone Garrett, Victor Robles, Lane Thomas, and Jacob Young. I, I you know, Alex Call would be the guy there, obviously, right? Yeah, 100%. Uh, you, you know, the other five make sense. to. Well, I guess Robles notwithstanding. Yeah, Ro Robles and Call make sense. I, Stone Garrett, I think, is going to have a spot next year because, I mean, that, that stretch he had right before he got hurt. He, he looked should. like some, absolutely. And, you know, Jacob Young's going to start with the big league club, I would assume, play center field. So I'm really interested to see what they can do. So it's going to be a fun season next year to go through. But in terms of pitchers, I don't know, maybe a guy like a Rodery Munoz. I don't know exactly. Some of these guys, with how things were in the bullpen this year, to be honest, it's one of those things where I'm fine with moving on from just about anybody because. The bullpen was so bad, except for, you know, a guy like a Hunter Harvey or a Finnegan, those kinds of guys, maybe even a guy like a Mason Thompson. But some of these guys, maybe it's just time to to move on because things didn't work out. But, you know, Weems pitched well, so we'll see. I think it is interesting, though, when you start adding these guys back in from the 60-day IL, how much they're going to have to trim people off. And it sucks. That's just kind of how professional sports work. But I think they've got a couple expendable pieces, but there might be some surprising ones that they end up having to move on from. He's Toby Altizer. I'm Grant Paulson. This has been Bustin' Loose Baseball. Next time you hear from us, we will go through the Nats system and break down all their top prospects and how they fared this season, what our expectations are for them in 2024. We'll give you some Major League Baseball ETAs for those players as well. Thanks so much for listening to Bustin' Loose Baseball. We're back at it next week.